Hi, I'm Ashley Alsadi, and welcome to the Cold Calling Queen Jester to Royalty Project. Many people feel like a bit of a jester in a court when it comes to selling. They may feel like they have to put on a performance, act like a bit of a fool, and let's face it, not even get a smile crack from their prospects. The great news is though, there are tips and techniques that you can use to win back the crown and convert way more clients. During this podcast, we cover everything to do with selling, everything from making the perfect pitch, overcoming objections, right through to a sales process. And we interview some great salespeople along the way. I hope you enjoy and that this podcast allows you to go from being the jester in the court to true royalty. Hello everyone and welcome to the Jester to Royalty Project. I am your host Ashley Alsadi and I am so excited about this particular episode because it is the very first. So yes, I'm looking forward to sharing some great sales information with you all. And I have to share that I was really inspired to create this podcast because so many of you in my network were screaming out for some great sales education. So through this podcast, I'm hoping to achieve exactly that. And I'm hoping that I can educate you on how to sell more effectively and how to take your business to the next level, achieving growth that maybe you've only dreamed of. Now, before we jump into things, I really wanted to uh, introduce who I am and what I do first and foremost, because for some of you as listeners, perhaps you aren't aware of that. So I did introduce myself as Ashley Alsadi. I am sometimes better known as the cold calling queen. So yes, I'm that crazy and rare breed that loves to do the grunt sales work that let's face it, most of you rather avoid or don't have time for. And I've done cold calling now professionally for about 15 years. So that equates to, gosh, about 50,000 hours plus of cold calling. So I definitely know my stuff in this area. And my business journey all started after university. So I graduated uh, majoring in public relations and marketing. But after I graduated, I didn't really know what I wanted to specialize in, as happens to a lot of people. It was such a broad range or area that I could get into that I really wanted to find my niche. And a friend of mine recommended that I get into corporate sales. So that's exactly what I did. I joined a small sales firm and I was taken on to be a lead generator. Now I had never made a cold call in my life. And still to this day, I remember that first cold call. I was so nervous. I didn't know what to say, but quite quickly I learned that there were regular responses people were giving me. There were certain ways that I could build rapport. And not only that, I just loved the human psychology behind it all. I loved the thrill of turning a no into a yes. And I guess you could say I ultimately found my passion. (laughs) Now, while I was calling there for about five years, clients of that firm continually came in and said, I would love someone who does what Ashley does. 
So my mind started ticking away and I thought, you know, there could be a great business in this. A lot of small to medium businesses really need this support. So in 2011, eight years ago to this month, I jumped in the deep end and decided to start my own business. Now, the advantage for me was my skill set, my cold calling skills allowed me to grow the business very quickly. So I guess that's one thing I want to reinforce to you all that, you know, there is a lot of talk going around these days that, you know, cold calling is something that is, is quite dead, you know, that it doesn't really work anymore, that those old sales methods won't help you. I completely disagree. You know, I think the online world has a great time and place. I love social media, but I think it's a great supporting mechanism. At the end of the day, people really want that human to human contact. They want to be spoken to directly. And that's what I did from my bedroom. I cold called companies I wanted to work with in 2011 and said, this is who I am. This is what I'm passionate about. I want to help you grow your business. So quite quickly, I had about four clients come on board and initially that's what I thought I would have, a little business that I could, you know, call from home and, uh, you know, just kind of create a good little income for myself. But word of mouth started, I got a lot of referrals and I started to have to build a team. So fast forward to today, I have a team of five professional callers other than myself. We have worked for hundreds of companies all around Australia, creating thousands of appointments. And these in turn have created not only thousands, but millions of dollars of revenue for the people that we have worked with. So you can tell that I love what we do because I believe it is changing the world one sale at a time. Now, not only do I help my team to deliver that lead generation activity, but I also have a passion for training and coaching people how to sell more effectively. So over the years, people started to approach me and say, could you help me to sell? And yes, I could because I had those models internally that I knew were proven uh, techniques. But I also went and studied NLP, so Neuro Linguistics Programming, which has a huge component to do with building rapport and communicating effectively with people. So I see that as being some of my differentiators, that through this podcast, I'm able to share techniques with you that not only do I use day in, day out, so I'm not just a sales trainer that you know has learnt the theory and doesn't deliver on it, but I am definitely someone that practices what they preach, and I can bring that different angle or that new element with the NLP techniques that I use. So as I said, I'm very excited to be sharing my skill set with you all. And I hope in turn it can produce some great outcomes for you all. Now, this particular episode, we are talking all about how to bring your sales leads back to life. And I love this topic because it's one that I think most businesses really need to look at. <laughs> Why do I say this? Most companies, when they approach the promo donor, they say, look, I want to grow my business. I want new sales leads. But I often say, well, tell me about your current lists or your current databases. Do you have any lying around that are laying there dormant 
that you haven't been able to follow up with? And I would say the majority of businesses answer yes to that question. Because the fact is, you know, as business owners, as salespeople, we get so busy caught up in the day-to-day and the now, so the new inquiries, facilitating our own services, that we forget to follow up and keep alive those old sales leads. So if you are nodding your head to this, if you're sitting there thinking, yes, I have these old lists and these old databases that are laying around dormant, uh, you know, this episode is definitely going to be for you because I'm going to give you some tips on how we bring these leads back to life internally and how in turn you might be able to do it yourself. And it doesn't have to be that you have some fancy old CRM or database that you're using. It may just be that you have a spreadsheet of leads, again, that you haven't got around to following up. They could have been old business cards. I know that years ago I used to have boxes full of business cards from all these networking events that I uh, I went and met with. You may be in that category that you've got all these business cards and you've been meaning to touch base with these people. Or you may have run a trade show or attended one and you have lists of people that again you have wanted to make contact with. So let's jump in and talk about bringing your old leads back to life. And actually, I will also mention on that point that it doesn't have to be old prospective clients either. It could also be old clients, people who bought from you two to four years ago. Yes, that kind of time frame can still work in your favor. A lot of clients, when they say to me, I have this old data that I'd love you to follow up, they're fearful about following them up because they think too much time has passed. But I'm here to tell you today on this podcast that it doesn't matter the time frame. You can still leverage from that old relationship you had Even if they don't really remember who you are, this is about nurturing them again and bringing them back to life. Okay, so when we are talking about reviving these leads, whether they be prospects or clients, the first thing that I'm going to tell you to do is that you really need to clean up your dirty data. Now, What I mean by this is those lists that you have lying around, whether they be in a CRM or in a spreadsheet, you want to make sure they are updated so they feature the correct information. This is not only the phone numbers, the addresses, the emails and whatnot, it also, and probably most importantly, is looking at the decision maker. Because there is nothing worse than when you are bringing these leads back to life, than following up and fumbling through your introduction because you find out that the person you used to talk to was no longer there. So one of my recommendations is that you can clean up your dirty data via a few methods. Firstly, you may want to research using fantastic online platforms, the likes of LinkedIn. Aren't we so lucky these days that we can actually use the online space to update our information? I find that LinkedIn is so powerful for the Promo Donna and my team. 
usually before we pick up the phone to make contact with anyone, we do a bit of research via LinkedIn to find out that whether we have the, the right name. So that's my top recommendation is to do some research on there. If you spoke with John Smith in the past, find out if John Smith is still there. If he is not, you can usually search for that uh, decision maker's title. So HR manager at XYZ company, and it readily will come up. This is even easily achieved via a Google search. And again, the reason it's so important is because you need to be able to leverage from the past conversations that you had. So often I am asked, you know, how do you get past the gatekeeper? Well, one of the ways that you can get past the gatekeeper is to seem like you have a relationship already. So if John Smith is still there, you can say, hi, it's Ashley. I'm calling from XYZ company. Can I please speak with John? If they then say, well, what's the call regarding? You can say, well, John Smith and I actually used to have a conversation. It was quite some time ago, but I really wanted to call and touch base and check in with him. If John is no longer there and you've researched, cleaned up your dirty data by finding a new name, you can then say, well, look, I used to speak with John Smith and I've recently been informed that Sally Donovan is now the best person. So you can leverage again from that past relationship and you can seem like you know or that you may have a new relationship with someone by doing that initial research and cleaning up your dirty data. So I've talked a bit about finding a new contact and how paramount that is if someone has changed. Some of the other strategies that I like to use, so we're talking all about you know reviving those old sales leads. Um, and quite often people will say to me, well, part of the problem is I can't get through to that old lead. I can't get through to that person anymore. So if John Smith is playing a little bit hard to get, one thing you might wanna do is call it odd hours. Now, it's another strategy of ours for getting past the gatekeeper sometimes is to call in the very early morning or after hours, you know, kind of in the evening because decision makers can be still sitting at their computers working away. So calling at odd hours may work in your favor, again, allowing you to leverage from that past relationship. The other thing that you may want to invest in is getting a referral. So when we're looking at bringing our leads back to life, yes, some time might have passed for you. And one way of kind of reigniting that fire with someone, if you know that they have a need for your services, look at the contacts you have and whether someone can refer you in or tee up a time for you to meet with the, them again, something of that nature. So again, LinkedIn can be great for this. Look at LinkedIn. Is John Smith connected to someone you know? And could that someone make a formal introduction, whether it be via email or via LinkedIn? Or like I did the other day, I had a meeting with someone and I actually shared with her that I was trying to get back in contact with a past lead. She said, I know him. 
I'm going to be able to introduce you via email. I'll tell him, you know, what a great business you have or the great experience we've had. And again, that's going to reignite the fire and perhaps get John Smith back interested in our services. So we have talked all about cleaning up our dirty data when it comes to reviving old sales leads. So now that we've done that, and it may have been quite a uh, long and uh, tiresome process, but now that you've updated it all, you are ready to reach out and make contact, whether that be via the phone or via email. Of course, I'm going to argue the phone is best. But there is one more step that I want you to take, and that is to do some great research. Now, I know I've touched on research already, and that was mainly when it came to finding out that you've got the same contact or the right decision maker on your list. But the research that I'm talking about is more so looking at the company as a whole and whether any changes have taken place that you can leverage from. So as an example, has the company gone through a restructure? Have they recently appointed a new CEO? Have they uh, moved office? I know that moving office is something a lot of our clients love because it means all of those things mean that they may have a need for your products and services. So if you can research online, and again, we have all this information at our fingertips, Look on Google, look on LinkedIn, look at their company website and whether they've done any recent blogs or vlogs to show you what's been happening and again, to highlight whether there are any things that you can bring up in your conversation that will show that they have a real requirement for what you deliver. And what I want to uh, highlight here is that this research is so paramount, not only because, yes, it's some stuff that you can then leverage from, but because it may give you a lot more confidence when you're going into making that follow-up call. So many people, when we talk about reviving old sales leads or revisiting old databases, The reason they're fearful of it, I find, is because they don't know what to say. They say, Ash, it's been so much time, you know, when I contacted John Smith last, that I just wouldn't know what to say when I picked up the phone. I don't want to just call and say, oh, I'm just touching base. And I would probably avoid that if I were you. Uh, So the great news is if you do some research, not only will you sound really professional and prepared, but again, you're going to have some good things to talk about during your conversation. So if through your research, let's say for example, you are a digital agency, you have found out there's been a company restructure and that there no longer is a digital person internally, you can find out the right person to talk to, call up and say, hi, it's Ashley from XYZ Digital. I've recently seen that you no longer have a digital person internally what is your ongoing strategy when it comes to digital marketing? Are you looking to outsource this function or would you be open to perhaps doing a digital strategy with us so that you can look towards the future and make plans? Something of that nature. 
As I said, these are all things you can leverage from that are going to get your foot in the door to reignite that lead and uh, to create some interest. So do the research. But now if you've done that research and you find that there isn't anything out there, because let's face it, some businesses maybe aren't social media savvy or they kind of hold their cards to their chest. They don't want people to know what's going on. If they fall into that category and you're not sure what to say when you jump on the phone, The thing I will uh, highlight for you all is that you really want to talk about the changes that have been taking place for them. And you're going to find out that information by asking great questions. So as I said, you've done your research, you couldn't find anything. The best next step is to actually pick up the phone, talk to John, who you used to speak to and say, John, it's been a couple of years since we last connected. I'd love to know what's been happening for you in your role. Are there any new initiatives that the company is focused on now? Any new strategies? Just dig deep and find out the changes that have taken place because this information, again, is going to pinpoint if they've got any points of pain or there are any requirements for your products and services. The great thing is change is inevitable, and that's not only for your prospects and their company, but also with your own business. So during these conversations, as I said, if you've done some research, you can leverage from great. If you've called them, you've opened up the conversation and found out their own changes, that's great too. But you can also use to your advantage the changes that you've implemented yourself. So if you've made some updates to your products and services, perhaps you've added a new suite of services or you've got some new packaging or you know something that's unique and different and that's really going to help service your clients ongoing that's something you can leverage from in your conversations i'll give you an example i know that with the promo donna we obviously specialize in cold calling that's the core of what we do but a couple of years back we added a new string to our bow and that was to have complimentary social media services. So clients could not only utilize us for lead generation via cold calling, but they could also utilize us to write their blogs, to do social media posts, to do their email campaigns, whatever it might be. Was this an opportunity for us to reach out to old leads? You can bet your bottom dollar it was. So I had one of my cold callers contacting our old database to say, look, it's been some time since we last connected, but we really wanted to inform you that the Promo Donna is now not just a cold calling agency. We offer a suite of services, including social media and email marketing. And this created some amazing results. We found the immediate uh, 
prospects, those that were interested and had a need, but we also started to rebuild that pipeline and revive old leads uh, with the ones that say, you know, said they were interested three to six months down the track. So talk about your own changes as well as your prospects or your past clients. Now, one of the other things that I want to mention that's really important when we're looking at reviving our old sales leads. I've said it's important to do, uh, to clean up the dirty data. We've then looked at doing some really great research and acknowledging all the changes that are taking place for people. If you've reached out, whether it be via phone or email, and you have reconnected with this old lead, it's really important that you strike while the iron's hot. That's what I'm going to say. You know, you don't want to lose this lead again. You want to take advantage of this opportunity and try and convert them if you can. Part of the way that you can do that is through promotions. So do you have a special uh, discount or something of that nature that you want to offer to create that sense of urgency. What I'm actually talking about here is one of the closing techniques that I like to use. It's called the now or never close, and it works wonders in creating urgency. Uh, The now or never close, funnily enough, someone used this on me the other day, (laughs) and I thought I'd share it with you because, uh, you know, I I loved that this technique was used on me and that it worked. Um, I was a part of a women's network. Uh, I had a membership with them, but then they had some changes and restructured. And for whatever reason, I didn't get around to assigning or signing back up for that membership again. However, someone reached out and called me and they know that I love public speaking and presenting. And they said, look, Ash, I've seen that you're no longer a member. We used to have you speak at a lot of our events. We'd love to get you back on board because we do have some speaking opportunities coming up. They had played in to my interests and they knew what I liked. And yeah, they were leveraging from that, which was great. They then said to me though, in order for me to book you in for these speaking opportunities, I'm going to need to book you in or sign you back up as a member today. It was a now or never situation. And of course, I re-signed because I wanted the speaking opportunities. So I guess what I'm highlighting for you all is that You want to make the most of this opportunity with this old lead. You don't want them to run again and to be chasing your tail, following up with them for them to go cold again. So if there's interest there, if they seem like they need your products and services, you need to deliver a now or never type close so that you know you can convert them. And again, as I highlighted, it might be a matter of, offering some kind of discount. It may be that you have a special promotion that they can take up. It may be there's a certain time frame on what you're offering. Whatever it might be, do try and strike while the iron's hot and while you still have that lead kind of eating out of your hands uh, now that you've revisited them. 
Now, sometimes uh, people will ask me when it comes to reviving old sales leads, if there's anything special they can do, something a little unexpected. And this is a great idea uh, because, you know, we've talked about cleaning up the data, doing some research, and then just using the traditional methods like reaching out via email or via the phone to reconnect. But you might want to do something a little bit special to make them feel really loved and really nurtured and like you are going to deliver an optimum service or or product to them. I'll give you an example here that we had a creative agency working with us that came up with the idea that when they were going to revisit their old database, they were actually going to send out a special package to all of these leads, one that was going to create a bit of intrigue and mystery so much that when they made the call, that person felt really special wanted to have the conversation with them. And I guess it was a bit of a conversation starter as well. So what they did as a uh, creative agency, they put a little box together that had this beautiful graphic design on it. And in it, there were some little people and that's all they did. They, They had these little kind of wooden people all in a row and nothing more. There was no explanation. So these beautiful boxes went out to all the old data and it was our job to follow up um, as their lead generation agency. When we called up, we then said, well, look, I'm calling from XYZ Creative. You might've recently received a little gift from us. Did you do you recall getting that box? And most of them said, yes, I was wondering what that was. And we then said, well, look, what it was, was we'd sent through these little people, which are representative of the fact that we are your outsourced team of creatives. These little people represent the team of specialists that we have in house that could work for you externally. And people loved that. And like I said, it was a great conversation starter. We were then able to ask questions about their current setup when it came to um, their creative or their design component for their business. And ultimately it got them a lot of new appointments and sales leads that they had revived from really old data. So do something unexpected, sending out boxes or sending out beautiful cards. People don't do this anymore. It is a bit of a dying art. You know, people are sending these blanket email campaigns that people just delete. So if you want to stand out from the crowd and you want to be remembered, especially by your old leads, again, do something unexpected. And what I'm going to leave you on today is the importance of following up diligently. So you have this old database that you haven't called on for years, let's say. You are now reviving it and bringing it back to life. And you've done that because you've done the tips that I've just uh, you know, taken you through. You've cleaned up your dirty data. You've done some great research. You have found out the changes um, that are occurring that you can leverage from. You might have even you know, talked about some promotions and created a sense of urgency. 
or you've done something unexpected and sent them a beautiful package or something of that nature to follow up. Once you get back in contact with them and you have established or re-established that relationship, you don't want to let it go. Don't let your old database become old again. So when you phone up, the immediate opportunities, obviously you're going to attempt to convert or meet with them or whatever your sales process is. But if you get people who say, look, it's great that you've reached out, but I don't really have a need for your products and services right now, ask them when would be a great time to call them back and make note of it. If it is three months down the track, you want to get back in contact with them in three months time, do it professionally, follow up diligently, remember the conversation, use your CRM, use your list, whatever it might be to track and measure this and set reminders for yourself. Because again, the last thing you want to do is put all this time and investment into bringing your leads back to life only to find that you leave it and they all go cold again in a matter of months. So make this a priority, follow up professionally, and perhaps even you know set some uh, time aside every week so that you can make some follow-up calls. Or if you are a very busy business owner or salesperson that just doesn't have time for this, if you're listening going, well, these are all great, Ash, but you know, I'm just never going to get around to it. You can outsource it or perhaps, you know, hire a VA, someone of that nature, just to make sure that your leads never go cold again. So I hope that you have got some great tips and uh, tricks out of today's podcast when it comes to reviving your old data. I would love to hear your feedback. If some of these tips have worked wonders for you and have perhaps allowed you to not only follow up but convert some low-hanging fruit, please reach out and let me know. I will so look forward to sharing more episodes with you. We have some fantastic special guests coming up on the ones to follow. So uh, stay tuned and uh, I will be returning very soon on the Jessed to Royalty project. Here's to winning back the crown and winning more clients for your business. 